Hello, my friends. Welcome back. It has been a couple of weeks since we last connected here. That is my fault. I allowed my quest for perfection in terms of having the perfect environment to sit and record in, the perfect message to have. I let that turn into procrastination and I made all sorts of excuses like, oh, there's so much construction. It's so loud. I'm on the road. But the reality is, is I, I just didn't get here. And so I'm sorry about that because this is such a fantastic community that continues to show up and message me and ask questions. And you guys deserve to have somebody who is podcasting and sharing with you all the time. So today is completely unscripted. I have no notes. But I have been thinking a lot lately about the fact that we as wedding professionals are a proxy to our clients. And it could be because I've been spending so much time as a third-party consultant. It could be because I have had the opportunity to see and work with other wedding pros that I normally don't get a chance to interact with when I'm operating as a venue. And the thing that I have realized is how often and how deeply I judge the end client based on the behavior, the look, the feel, and the styling of the vendor community, the vendor team that they put together. Is it fair? I don't know. Probably not. Is it a good, a quote unquote, is it something that a good person would do? I, I don't even know how to answer that. But the reality is that today, we as wedding professionals, we as creative, we as event professionals, we don't have the opportunity to hide anymore. We don't have the opportunity to be one person in private, in our personal lives, and then have a brand that exists that is something completely other. We don't have the ability to create a persona on social media, but then really operate in a different way. And if like attracts like, and we all know that it does, and if we communicate to the world by the people that we surround ourselves with, then I do believe that a client's vendor selection says a lot about who they are. And I believe that the way that we as professionals show up is absolutely changing the way that we are treated and the way that our businesses are perceived, but it's also impacting our clients. So let's kind of, let's go through some examples. In the last couple of months, whether it is in my venue locally here at Lotus House or working with clients that are out at historic post office outside of Kansas City, um, I've had an opportunity to see a number of different DJs, photographers, planners, catering team. And when someone shows up and they are well-dressed, when they are well put together and styled, when they're polished, when they arrive looking like a professional, when that person has the appropriate type of technology, whether it is an iPhone for taking pictures or an iPad for sketching a layout or a computer so that we can listen to a playlist or view a video. That matters deeply. When somebody pulls up, if their car is filthy, that matters deeply. It changes my impression of not only 
the vendor, not only the business, but it really influences the way that I feel about the end user. It influences the way that I feel about the client. It absolutely changes my impression of them. It definitely impacts my my le- not I won't say level of concern because I really believe that you know we all were committed and concerned. But when I look at a client, I judge who they are as a person. I judge their level of investment, not financial, but the emotional investment that they've made in the process. And I I set a bar based on the teams that they have put together. Now, one of the things that I love most about my ability to work in venues and my ability to work as, as a B2B consultant is that I get to hear things and see things and learn things and then apply them to myself and my own business so that I can be made better and then I get to test them out and dilute them and bring them here so that hopefully the entire community can be made better. So I recently had to take a trip up to Tahoe with a client that I have that I love. And I was flying and it was going to be cold, but I still, I wore a suit, I had my hair done, I had my nails done, I had my makeup on, I had all of the tech that I possibly could need, I had extra chargers, I had quote unquote the right bag. I really sat down and said, how do I want to present myself? The client has already signed me, I've already been paid, I've spent time with them so I know the level of dress and attire. I knew getting on the plane that my client would likely be in jeans. It's 100% their right to be in jeans. They're the client. I am their proxy. I am their representative. The way that I look, the way that I feel, the business card that I hand out, all of those things will influence all of the people that come together to work on this wedding. People will judge my client, whether or not they are a serious client, whether or not they really care about the food, the beverage, the atmosphere, the music. They will be judged based on how I present myself on their behalf. Because when they are not in the room, I represent them. And I think that over the pandemic, whether it is because we have gotten incredibly comfortable in loungewear, whether it's because we have lost our edge, whether it's because the world has become a more casual place. I don't know. I think that this is slipping. So I'm going to go back about, yikes, about six years, five or six years. And I'm going to tell you an embarrassing story that taught me this lesson in in a small scale, in a branding scale for myself and why I have never done this again. My daughter was maybe two and a half, three, so six and a half years ago. I needed some dental work done. I don't do well with anesthesia. It really screws me up. And so when I was getting this done, my mom said, you know what, why don't you just go get it done? And when you are finished, I'll like, I'll watch the kids, I'll take care of everything, I'll do dinner. Because I have this ridiculous thing inside of me that's like, no, 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 I don't need help. I can do it all. I have all the things. I can take care of my business and I can take care of my dental work and I can take care of my kids. I'm good. I go, I get the work done. I come home and I'm like, frick, I need food for dinner. Great. So I throw my two kids in the car and off we go to Trader Joe's. I, I swear to God, I have no makeup on. 
I have my hair tied up into one of those god-awful, not like Instagram model cute knots, like dirty, greasy hair knots because I've had anesthesia and I'm sweating and I'm just gross. I've got a sweatshirt on, probably a pair of like way overly baggy, stretched out sweats and not even real Uggs, like the super cheap shit ones that you buy at the knockoff store. And I'm just like, I'm just going for food. So I throw my little girl in the cart. My son's walking next to me. I go in. I'm pushing the cart. I'm drooling on myself. I'm a hot and holy mess. And this woman is staring at me. And in my head, I am thinking, why is she looking at me? But whatever. So I keep going around. I turn the corner of the aisle. She comes up the other side. And now I can tell it's not an accident. She is absolutely 100% staring at me. And so now I'm annoyed. Are you looking at me? Are you looking at my kids? Do you think I owe you money? I just want to grab dinner and I want to get out of here. Go away. And on the third turnaround, this woman catches my eye. And I don't look away because I want her to understand I see you looking at me. And so she abandons her cart and she walks over to me and she goes, hi, I am so sorry. Um, are you Andrea Epolito? And I fucking died. Like I literally on the inside, I imploded. And before I could lie, my son jumps up and he goes, yeah, she is. And she was like, oh my God, I am such a fan. And all I want to do is become invisible. I want to implode. She reaches into her purse, pulls out her phone, and is like, I'm so sorry. I I know you're with your kids, and I'm really sorry, but I'm getting engaged. Can I show you something really quickly? Guys, I'm drooling on myself. I have no makeup on. Nothing. I am greasy, dirty, hot mess, kids in thing, can't even properly speak because I have had dental work done. And she is pulling up my Instagram to show me the weddings that she is so inspired by and she hopes to get engaged and she would really love to book me. And then it hits her that I am not on my game. And she goes, you know what? I'm so sorry. I, I'm sorry. I guess I'll, I'll Instagram you when I get engaged. I was like, uh-huh. Great. Thank you. I walk away and I can see that she turns back and looks at me. And in that moment, I broke trust. And I knew that I would never, ever get that piece of business. I knew she was never going to call me. I jumped into my phone. I look and frick, this, this woman has been following me for a long time, was super engaged in all of my posts, used to jump on and like things and comments and all of these things. And now she's looking at me like, yeah, I don't think she has a bra on, which for the record, I didn't. And she's like, I, like, I, I don't look the part. And I didn't. In that moment, everything that I had done to build up my reputation, my brand, my sense of personal style, the trust that this woman could hire me and trust me to be the custodian of her money, the curator of her memories, the designer of her experiences, all of the things, the the absolute pageantry of all of it. I had an off day and I opened the curtains and you can turn around and say, it was a moment of humanity and you, you 100% deserve it and why do you feel bad? I feel bad 
because I broke trust. Because this woman no longer believed that I was who I said I was because in that moment, I wasn't. I should have let my mother take care of my kids. I should have known that if I couldn't present my very best self to the world, then I wasn't fit for human consumption. And so I have never done that again. I have never gone out in public. And for the record, she never called. I never booked that wedding. I have no idea what happened to her, but I guarantee you it would have been different if it weren't for that moment in time. Now, when I say if I go out now, even if I am in casual wear, I'm in polished casual wear. Even if I am quote unquote off with my kids, I still make sure that I have properly brushed my hair, that I have properly styled myself, that I can go out into the world in a more casual, more human, more familial environment, but still know that if I run into the director of sales of any hotel, that I don't embarrass myself and I don't embarrass my clients. That when somebody sees me, I am who I say I am in all facets of my life and that my clients would never be embarrassed by me. They would never have to think twice about whether or not I have done the thing to put them in the most successful position that I can. I am never drunk in public. I am never sloppy. I am never unkept. I am never casual when I'm going to a meeting. And I don't mean like jeans. I mean casual. I am constantly aware of the fact that I represent my brand, my business, my clients as clients to these other brands and that I am, in effect, I am very much their calling card. And I cannot ever let that break. That That is a vibration and a frequency that I have to maintain every time I stay out of the house. Now, you might say this is not fair. And okay, fine. It's not. You may say it's it's not how the world should work. Okay, but it is. But it is the way the world works. And you could say you're allowed to have an off day. You're allowed to have a sick day. I am. I am entitled to all of those things. And during those times, I need to stay home. I cannot go out and run the risk of mis, of being misinterpreted. I cannot break trust. I cannot present a lie. And I can never put my clients in a position where another business, another vendor, and another professional judges them poorly based on how I am presented. So this has been on my mind quite a bit lately. I'm actually about to jump in the shower because I have dinner tonight with Jordan Khan Orchestra and the same clients that I was in Tahoe with. And we're going to be going out. We're going to be talking. We're going to be planning and just kind of getting to know each other because I think that your ability to connect with people on a human level really does drive your ability to do great work for them. And so when I am doing that, I have no doubt that I am going to present really well for my clients to the restaurant manager, to Jordan. I have no doubt that Jordan, as a colleague and as a part of my team and as a part of my extended circle, I know that he's going to represent me incredibly well. And I know that every single time we have one of these touch points, all it does is it builds trust. It builds the foundation. It builds the 
relationship. And so no, I won't be wearing jeans today and I won't have my hair in a ponytail and I won't be overly casual because ultimately my client can do what they want to do, but I'm at work and I have to be on. And so my challenge, my thought, my hope is that as you go out into the world this week and really every other day, you remember the fact that you as an individual not only represent your business and your brand, but that you represent the interest of every client who is smart enough to hire you. And I hope that that gives you just a greater sense of how you want to put yourself together, how you want to present to the world. I miss you guys. It feels good to be back and talking. If there's anything else you want to talk about, let me know. Otherwise, I'm going to come back on here real soon and we are going to continue talking about life, luxury, and above all else, love. Thank you guys so much.